Hey, hey, how are you? So today I wanted to get on and actually do something that's been on my heart and mind for a little while. Um, I, over the course of time while we were quarantined, just wrote a quick self-help guide to, uh, I guess, women's health and wellness, uh, dealing with, you know, being home, everything around the world just stopped suddenly, right? So when COVID-19 hit, I really felt it was laid on my heart to write a woman's COVID-19 survival guide, if you will. And I had all these great ideas to add some um, kit-like items to it, candles and, um, you know, affirmations and things of that nature, which I still might do. But anyway, um, really went on a writing frenzy and I got that knocked out. And, um, by the grace of God and my husband and, um, my friends, Shanita and Regina, who helped me edit it, I was able to get it out and actually get it on Amazon within about a month and a half. And so one of the things I really wanted to do though, is provide it to my community for free. And so, um, because I really didn't know how to go about that at the time, um, I just went ahead and put it on Amazon and I knew that for the most part, if you were, I guess, a prime member, you could, uh, get the, uh, get the, um, ebook for free. So nevertheless, that's how it's been circulating for the past, mm, May, June, July, about four months, five months. But it just came to me the other day. Why don't I just read it and put it on the podcast and so that's what I'm going to do. I'm also going to go about looking at another route where um, I can email it as a PDF to those who want sort of a hard copy. But this is my version of an audiobook for all intents and purposes. And so I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, I'm going to try to do 15 to 20 minute segments and hopefully within the matter of three to four episodes, um, I can get it all read to you. And like I said, it's really short, but it's a great reminder just of some of the things that uh, we need to consider when it comes to our overall health and wellness as women. So that's just sort of the background story and intro. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to go ahead and dive in. A Woman's COVID-19 Survival Guide by Larry K. Wilkinson. Copywritten 2020 by Lyric K. Wilkinson. All rights reserved. No part of this publication may be reproduced without the prior permission of the copyright holder, except as provided by USA Copyright Law. All scriptures used are from the Holy Bible. Various translations. Special Acknowledgements. Thank you, Father God, for giving me the passion and the gift of writing. This book is dedicated to my lovely husband, my three wonderful children, and to the women who have inspired me along the way. Thank you for making me better. Special thanks to Shanita Tab D'Angelo and Regina Cypher for proofreading my drafts and offering me amazing feedback, advice, and encouragement. You are incredible friends, and I love you dearly. Introduction Personal Wellness Breaking news. 
I had heard this phrase many times over the past few days. Anxiety was building and now I was about to break. News about the coronavirus, COVID-19, was mounting and changes locally were happening fast. It seemed like just as quickly as I cleared my mind, more breaking news would hit our state. Although I felt grounded, I sensed I was about to steer a huge ship over turbulent waters in the very, in the very near future. All the factors that had to be considered were overwhelming my thoughts. My family, my employees, the families that we served. What was I going to do? How was I going to lead? I was concerned about so many things, about everyone's health, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. I was concerned about supplies. Do we have enough supplies at the Learning Academy? Do I have everything that I need at home? At this point, what is it that I need and how much is enough? As a household, do we have enough money saved to sustain financially? Should I close a bank account to have cash on hand for possible rough times? Or should I leave the money alone? How are my family and friends doing? Are they prepared? The list of questions and the swirling thoughts went on and on. I needed to slow down and share my thoughts and feelings with my husband, but I was flipping and flopping between being a faith-filled, fearless child of God to a frazzled and frantic mother of three. I was exemplifying great focus and fortitude as a director and minister while experiencing moments of fear and fatigue as a wife, sister, and friend. My automatic defaults in every area of life were triggered simultaneously. Externally, I was handling things strategically. However, internally, when I sat still enough to breathe, I felt like a complete and utter mess. My entire world felt flipped upside down. Although all these emotions were normal, I understood that I couldn't go on like this, else I was going to burn out. I knew what I had to do and I knew what had to be done. I would need to dig deeper, catch hold of my anchor, and remind myself that everything was going to be okay, that I was not in control, God was, and nothing was a shock to him, not even COVID-19. It was time to find a quiet place and sit down before the Lord. I began waking up early in the mornings while the house was still quiet. Moving slowly into the living room, I would fall on my knees and seek the Lord. During this time of prayer and solitude, I laid down my beliefs. Some of these beliefs were lies from the pit of hell, negative beliefs, beliefs that would only fuel worry in a mindset of lack and scarcity. Beliefs like, I don't know how we will make it through this. The business can't survive and I can't handle this alone. The truth was, I wasn't alone. God promised to never leave me nor forsake me. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. And I slash we will make it through this. Sure, life as we know it would be different now, but we were going to make it through. And regardless, the business, if it didn't survive, 
Well, it served its community for 15 years and would be shutting its doors due to unprecedented circumstances. This would be at no fault of my own. Then I would refocus, purposefully speaking, beliefs of having more than enough, beliefs of being protected, loved, joyous, and prepared for anything. This sequence with God gave me peace of heart and mind. Through this book, I want to share with you some of the insight that came to me during my moments in prayer. Why? Because God reminded me that nothing escapes him. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He reminded me that even during times of trial, I am never lacking and I always have more to give. He reminded me that we are all in this together. I want to share with you the six key areas that I believe when cared for can get you through tough and trying times. And even after you begin to accept a new normal, it will be vital that you continue the positive behaviors for self-care that are being developed and practiced in this moment. So my question to you is, how are you really? Do you feel shaken to your core? Or are you standing on solid rock? Are you worried and concerned about the future? Are you moving through this season with a level of serenity, strength, and strategy? It is my belief that one's self-care habits and how you protect your wellness walk, especially during periods of high stress, those things will affect the ongoing series of choices that are made. In this book, you will find encouragement to make the most out of every moment through purposeful reflections, deliberate practices to guard your thought life, and ideas that'll help you take time to rest and experience joy and peace. I believe that after reading this book, you will be able to maintain a level of rest and resilience while giving intentional care to your faith, family, and overall health. Let's begin personal wellness. For so long, we have been going and going, doing and being all the things, maybe for everyone else but ourselves. Sometimes it may have even seemed that we were hiding in plain sight, wondering if the work that we're doing and the people that we're caring for really notice that we're there. Now that we've been quarantined, most of us may feel alone with your thoughts, questioning who you are, what does loving you truly mean and look like. Sit still with yourself and do the difficult work. When you sit quietly, the past and internalized thoughts, feelings may come up and that's okay. Remember, you're here for a reason. So let's deal with those things because you matter and you have purpose. Number one, learn who you are. Have you ever taken a personality test? There are a few good ones out there. If you have a moment, take one and see what it says. Not only are they fun to do, but they can be very insightful, categorizing your personality, traits, how you respond to people, and how you respond to social environments and situations. While taking this time to learn who you are, Seek God and ask him who you are and what your purpose to do. 
Write down your thoughts in a journal and explore some of the desires of your heart. You may already know or have some idea of what you are or, or of who you are or what your purpose to do. But now go deeper and discover more about yourself in this area of your life. Also, take this time to find ways you can be a blessing to others. Ask yourself, how can I continue to grow in this area? Think about what ways you can share with others your gifts, talents, training, and abilities. Number two, create a vision board. A vision board is a collage that you arrange filled with significant images and powerful affirming words just for you. Putting together a vision board is tons of fun and can really help reset your focus and vision for your life. Some of the things to consider before creating your vision board are the key words, mantra, Bible verses, themes, or goals you want to concentrate on. What are some of the things that you value or really want to see happen in your life? And how do you want to represent that on your vision board? Will you use personal pictures, magazine clippings, bold words, quotes, or all of the above? In addition, how will you organize your board? Will the images overlap or be organized by theme? Will you separate your pictures from your words or have all the things come together, creating one big, beautiful collage? Next, gather your materials. Cork or poster board, glue adhesive or tape, scissors, colored markers, glitter pens, note cards, old books, and magazines to cut from. Then get started. You can even get your kids or your spouse involved. Maybe you and your husband have goals that you want to put down on a vision board in a fun and creative way. Or maybe your kids are dealing with feelings of anxiety or sadness that life will never go back to normal. They miss their classrooms, their friends, and extracurricular activities. And although we may have some understanding about how they feel or what they're going through, have them make a vision board to bring their current experiences and sentiments to life. For example, use printouts from their favorite books, add Bible verses, words of affirmations, and illustrations of places they wish to go. Maybe even photos of their favorite restaurants and foods. As they create their board, talk about how they feel and how they will feel once they're able to visit these places and taste these foods again. Encourage them to express these words and emotions on their board. Excited, happy, joyful, thankful, glad. If your child or if your children are old enough, you can have them talk about their future aspirations and put those images and words down on their vision board. Using vision boards is a great way to connect with your husband and your children and can get great conversations started. You'll also see that putting your desires and encouragers on a vision board will keep them in front of you and will also inspire you when times are hard. Now, take this activity and host a virtual vision board party with your family members or girlfriends. It will be so much fun. Number three, foster friendships. 
While we are being asked to remain physically distant and are far apart from the people, places, and spaces that we love, remember, still staying connected is key. If you have a friend or maybe an associate that you've always enjoyed but never really had the time to get to know, take time now to get to know him or her. There are all kinds of technological supports like Skype, Zoom, Just Talk, Google Hangouts, and House Party, just to name a few. Schedule a time to video chat or give them a call to see how they're doing. If you're having a tough time with the sudden change and isolation, share how you're feeling and how you're truly doing. Truth be told, they may be feeling the same exact way. Check in periodically to develop new friendships, even with a faraway loved one. I have a cousin that lives three and a half hours away from me, who I didn't even know until this pandemic. We did a family Zoom call one evening and over the course of an hour discovered our similarities and love for common things. It was amazing to even see resemblances in our body language and in our smiles. We had a wonderful time connecting and decided to, to, to continue to make it a weekly date, 7 p.m. every Saturday. Spiritual Wellness Setting aside time to connect with our spiritual being provides us with the foundational grounding needed to conquer the day. Here are three ways to move through any challenge or circumstance and come out victorious on the other side. Number one, read the Bible and pray. Studying the word of God reveals so much revelation truth to us. The truth about who we are can guide us in the exact responses needed to overcome obstacles or challenges that we'll eventually face. Take a few minutes before the day begins to thank God for waking you up to see another day. Pray for yourself and your community locally and globally. Pray for the policymakers, your spouse, your children, your family, and your friends. Pray for others to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Next, offer God your day. Ask for divine wisdom, guidance, order, and protection as you seek him first. Then, read a key memory verse or a few chapters in the Bible that will strengthen your knowledge and insight. You will be amazed at how these scriptures will resurface in a time of need. Take some time to maybe even journal, creating a gratitude log, listing the things that you're grateful for, or something that's kind of, or something kind someone may have said or done for you. You'll be amazed at how doing this will lift your spirits or simply remind you of how good God is. That's it for this episode. I will continue reading on the second podcast following uh, this podcast. So stay tuned.